Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Heather Stugart about her wedding at Disneyland. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose Disneyland for her wedding and how she planned everything, and of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Heather. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to be married at Disneyland. Well, kind of a long story. And kind of sad at the same time, I guess. In 2015, I lost my dad. And we were going to get married in Napa, is where we were living. And then I do a lot of the Run Disney marathons and half marathons. So we were there in May for the Tinkerbell Half Marathon and seemed to become my happy place. So I talked to my now husband, and he, we talked about having a Disneyland wedding, and so that's where everything went from there. That's wonderful that you could find a way to incorporate that with your wedding. Yes. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out your wedding was going to be there? Some were super excited, and some didn't want to travel that far, but a lot of my family, my side of the family is down there, so it was easy. Got it. How many guests ended up making the trip? We invited about, say, 120, and we ended up with only 65. Interesting. Yeah, that's funny because at Walt Disney World, that's more of an average size for a wedding. But because so many people are close to Disneyland, usually their weddings are bigger. So, But 60 seems like a good manageable group where you can actually get to talk to everybody. Yeah, it was definitely manageable. I'm so glad there wasn't more because if there was more... I wouldn't be able to talk to everyone. Interesting. Okay. So now, which locations did you use for your ceremony and your reception? So we used the Rose Court Garden for our ceremony. I really wanted an outside wedding, and I love fall, so I wanted to try to incorporate both. And then we did our reception. I really wanted our reception at the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion, but it was booked, so we decided on the Grand Californian, their Trillium room. I really liked the details and everything in the room, so it was very beautiful. That's great. Did you guys add any Disney touches or have a theme for your wedding? We did. Our like escort cards were the fast passes and our cake topper, and we tried to incorporate a little bit, but I'd say it was more like all of the princesses, so more fairy tale than like one specific theme. Got it. And did you incorporate fall at all? Yes. For our ceremony, there was fall leaves down the aisle, and my bouquet was all fall colors with a little bit of blue because my favorite color 
and my dad's favorite color was blue, so I incorporated blue. And then all of our, like our reception flowers were all the fall colors. Got it. Can you talk a little bit about the wedding planning process for Disneyland? Did you make any planning visits and how you selected vendors? So our wedding planning was, we had to do our first initial wedding planning over the phone, which I would have rather gone there because I feel like I could have asked more questions. So our first initial one was over the phone, and then our we got to do our tasting at the Grand Californian, which was really neat. I chose my vendors. Jenna was my photographer for my engagement photos, and so I chose her for my wedding photos, and she did our castle shoot. The DJ we picked kind of on a whim. We didn't want to use Disney because they kind of charge a lot and they aren't willing to do like the different venues so we we asked our planner if she had any recommendations so that's how we picked our DJ and we did floral through Disney because it was kind of just was easier hmm. my cousin was a videographer so he was able to document our wedding and I think that's all the vendors we used Okay. Now, that's interesting. I'd love to know more about that with the, the Disney DJs aren't able to do certain venues. I think that it was, they charged more. Like if you wanted to do your your ceremony and then your reception, it just ended up being a lot more if you did a Disney DJ than if you did like an outside vendor. The only thing you had to add extra was you had to pay for their plugs, like if you used an outlet. Mm-hmm. But they were very unsafe on what Disney would do. Interesting. So then when you were planning, what were the three most important aspects of your wedding where you focused most of your attention or your budget? Um, I would say the most important was definitely the floral because I really, I don't know, I love flowers and I really wanted to, to be as close to fall. I think another one was definitely photography. That was meant a lot to me to be able to capture the day and then I would say entertainment like having Mickey and Minnie there and then we had the we didn't have the crystal coach but we had the the other carriage open air one we had that one so I'd say entertainment was pretty big too okay got it and then what aspects were less important where you saved your money or you saved your time that's a hard one I'm a pastry chef so you'd think the food was really important but I think that like that wasn't as important to me. I mean, we didn't have a lot of like pre-reception food or anything. We had a plated dinner, so we had a pretty big dinner. So the pre-reception food was not super big. I guess the favors weren't as, we did like a candy bar. Oh, like where you put out different types of candy and everybody put yeah, them in the bag? that was our favors. But there wasn't a lot of aspects that we didn't really... I tried to focus on everything kind of the same. Now, that's interesting that you're a pastry chef. What was it like working with Disney on your cake? It was a little hard because the tasting was amazing. And then I kind of feel feel like it fell a little short once it came together. I've seen some really amazing wedding cakes that Disney has done. But I don't feel like mine really followed through. It was hard for me. Interesting. Did you send them pictures or, you know, knowing as much as you know about it, it would be difficult to work with them. 
Yeah, it was it was a little difficult. I did send them pictures like I'd seen. I guess I wish I would have focused more of my of my budget on the wedding cake than I did. Got it. Can you give a timeline of how your day ran? <laughs> it went by so fast. <laughs> we started, I had five bridesmaids, so we started getting ready, I think, around 10. And then we did some, like, getting ready photos and stuff. I think our photographer ended up showing up around 1.30, so we did some getting ready. And then we did our first look probably about an hour before and then it was the ceremony and then we took some photos afterwards and we walked over to the grand which was really fun and they all had their pre-reception and then they bustled up my dress and everything and we did the we started our reception and I don't really remember eating much <laughs> and then my husband we did our first dance and my husband put together a slideshow for me that had my grandfather and my dad on there, which meant a lot to me. Hmm. I think that's about it. We took some pretty photos with Jenna, and then it was over before you knew it. Oh, so what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? I think my favorite me- memory was riding in the carriage and walking down the aisle. I think that was my favorite memory. Did anything besides the cake go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Well, I really wanted to see the room before everyone got in there. And I didn't, had I known that my husband was putting together a slideshow and they were trying to get it all together, I didn't get to see it. And then the guests came in earlier than expected so they had to move everybody to the patio and let me kind of peek in before everybody was in there so that didn't go as planned (laughs) but other than that I think everything went as planned that's great was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be I would say just all the flow of everything was like really stressful and then getting everything because if you bring any of your personal touches and they tell you it can come in like an hour before but they were a little bit more lenient on that once you actually got there I think they just tried to be a little bit more strict in the beginning so you don't think that they're going to really help you that much mm-hmm. so I was just worried about everything getting to where it needed to be and everybody getting where they needed to be so it, it ended up not being that big of a deal once it got there <laughs> and then is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Yes, I wish I knew that you could extend your reception and have a longer reception. I feel like our reception went by way too fast, and it would have been nice to know that you could have extended it. I also wish that, I don't know, I guess I wish I would have known a little bit more about Disneyland weddings before, so I could have asked more questions. Interesting. Okay. So then, do you have any tips or advice for future Disneyland brides and grooms? Do a lot of research. <laughs> <laughs> Just like re- like listening to these podcasts or doing like all these Facebook groups that have a lot of good insight of the questions to ask and what to know is really big. 
and it would have helped me and I wish I would have known these things beforehand. Okay, great. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Jenna has her website. It's White Rabbit Photo Boutique. And uh, she has a blog post about our wedding and a blog post about our castle shoot that we did at Disneyland. Fantastic. And I will also get some photos from you to put in a slideshow in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Okay, awesome. Well, Heather, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's considering a wedding at Disneyland, and I appreciate your taking the time. You're welcome. Nice talking to you. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.